Blog Talk Radio.
I'm going to say the animals, being the fact that they move on spiritual energy, because they move on spiritually charged electrical energy, they are animated. Same way with the humans. They're animated as well. That's why they move slow. That's why they offbeat. They're not in rhythm. Because to be in rhythm, to be in alignment, means that you are in a framed image of time, in a framed image of space. The framed images are framed off by the square dimensions. The framed images are framed off by the square dimensions, by the upper dimensions. That's what they're framed off by, right? That is the completion of everything within this three-dimensional realm as we move into the fourth. Framed images of how things are, what they really are, how they're supposed to be are in the fourth dimension. And we are headed toward that. You see, in the third dimension, everything is incomplete. Remember I told y'all that? I said that before. And I'm always going to be consistent with that. Everything here is incomplete, especially to our people. For See, for the humans, their life is complete. You see, for the humans, their lives are all complete. And now they have nothing better to do, nothing other to do than to move on as three-dimensional beings moving in a circle of rotation to become the gray race. But that part of their life, that part of their story is already framed off. It's already in the framework in the third dimension. It is meant to be an odd frequency because anything that is created within the third dimension is never going to be complete. It's always going to be framed off as incomplete, right? But those of us who came from these upper dimensions, those of us who are of Amun, we realize that our lives, our very lives, our very being has to be framed off in these images, in these spaces, much like pictures in your life. Remember, in your life, there's a reason why in our lives, what do we tend to do? We tend to do what? We tend to take pictures, right? We tend to take pictures of our lives, of our experience, what we're going through at the time. You know, and you take that back into the ancient world. What was our people known for doing? And you're seeing it right now, taking pictures, drawing pictures on walls, on square blocks and frames and things like that. Why do you think that was? That was the early version of pictures for them. They wanted to highlight and chronicle their lives, their living on some form of tablet, on some form of, some form of wall, something like that, something, a square image, something where they would show and tell their story. And then what happened? Books came along, and people started chronicling their lives, putting, maybe you might try to put these pictures in books and things like that, but they were chronicling their lives and telling their stories in books. That comes from the framed dimensions or framed images in the upper dimensions. They are frames, square frames in which life, your life and your, you know, how you live in that time and whatnot, what you're living for is all squared off in that image of your life within the fourth dimension. All of these things, all the existence of humans, um, and the animals, everything here is framed off within a certain space and time within this third dimensional realm. But everything in this third dimensional realm stops. The only thing that continues is us. The only thing that continues is us, and the beast knows that. He knows that we will continue onward to the fourth dimension, and that's where the hate and the jealousy and the anger and envy comes from because he can't go where we're about to go. He can't do it. He can't do it. 
He cannot go into the upper dimension because it is framed with our image for us meant for us to complete that image of who we really are. It is framed off for us to complete that image of who we are, and it's also framed off to keep them blocked out of the fourth dimension. You see, Beast told you that when he showed you this thing. Then he made that movie back in the days. It's an old movie about uh, greener pastures and whatnot, but they showed you so-called black people in heaven and whatnot. Again, when I tell you that the so-called Jews made that picture, the Warner Brothers, I think it's called Green Pastures, basically letting you know the only people that's going to go to the fourth dimension or what they call heaven, the extended world, as our people call it, the next world. The only ones that are going to be that is the Amun race because they are, or that world, that fourth dimensional world is open only to our people because we project it down through these dimensions into this atmosphere, into the third dimensional realm. But so the only way that this fourth dimension, all these upper dimensions are going to be open to us is if we ascend into the, from the third dimension onward and look to complete and frame out the images of who we are within those dimensions. Do I make myself clear? Do I make myself clear? Life is stored in those framed images, same way pictures are stored in those framed images. You see, memories are stored in those images, ongoing memories are stored in those images. What do you think happens to your experiences? What do you think happens to your life after you don't live it? What happens to yesterday? What happens to 10 years ago? What happens to 20 years ago? What happens to the day you were born? It's stored in the memory of this dimension. It is stored in the annals of this dimension, in the memory of this dimension, in the as they say, in the annals of this dimension. Mm-hmm. It is not complete yet. And it is not complete. You know, our image and who we are has to be completed. It has to be framed out in completed images, fourth-dimensional images. right? And in those fourth-dimensional images is what we learn how everything went, how we got what we got, why we are where we are. All these things happen because of those images, those framed images into the fourth dimension of who we are, what we came here for. See, that's where the true purpose is. That's where the true ultra-standing is. That's what that is. Those true images, those true ultra-standing of who we are, what we came here to be, that's where it is. That's where it all makes sense. You know how people always try to say, damn, you know, what is the meaning of life? Why do people ask that question? What is this all for? You ever hear people ask that, what is the meaning of life? What is this all for? What does this all sum up to? The reason why people ask that question is because they know that there's another level. There's another piece of the puzzle that is beyond your current state of living. The, the total answer to as to why you were born, why you came here, what is your purpose here? What are you going to be doing when you come forward through here again? See, that is all answered in the fourth dimension, framed out in those images of space and time. You see, your experience is your life. See, your soul, before it arrives in physical form, a personality, a persona into your physical body, your soul already has made inroads to those framed images, to those extended framed images in the upper dimension, meaning your energy, your personality, your persona has come forward in those extended time frames just as it was back in the past. 
we started off at the third dimension. We, we came down from the fourth dimension, the upper dimension. We started in the third dimension. The third dimension was ground zero. The third dimension was ground zero. And from the third dimension, we started our line going forward, our bloodline, our lifeline going forward. And we were supposed to be headed toward the fourth dimension. And to that time, we were supposed to be making inroads to the fourth dimension, reaching the extended place, the extended world, by accomplishing everything here in this world. See, we were slated to go into the fourth dimension as overseas over everything in the third dimension. That is the totality of that framed image of who we are in the fourth dimension. That is the totality of it. You see, we had to get there in order to understand what our purpose was in coming here in the first place. It was to be overseers of the human race, overseers of the animal races, overseers of everything on earth, judges, and those who can control it and take it out of existence, if we so choose, based on judgment. That is our true, uh, true purpose for being here. And me telling you this is because we are being linked into the fourth dimension and to prepare our people for what comes next, to have us reinstalled in the fourth dimension as the overseers of this planet, to have us reinstalled. See, we were not the overseers of anything in the first part because there was nothing to oversee until everything started to be projected into atmosphere into a space, into a molding, and then into a planet, there was nothing to oversee. We would go up and down within the fourth dimension. Number one start point was four for us. We were already there. So when we went to zero, to the third dimension, there was nothing there. So we had to make something there and create something there, bring something forward there, bring life forward there, or oversee life there so that we could ascend above and beyond that life to oversee that life, oversee the things that are going on on the planet. That's the whole point of why we came here. We came here to be overseers of everything that was here on earth, judges, right, controllers, as representatives of the Amun race. We were the overseers of the human race. See, that was answered in the fourth dimension because even everybody asked us, I remember this guy, ancient aliens, asked this white guy, he, and it blew my mind. He would ask this question. He said, why black people? Why black people? In other words, what he was saying was, why are black people here? Why are we here? Why do we look like, why don't we look like everybody else? Why is my hair texture, our skin texture, everything? Why are we different from everybody else? Answer, because we're not the same species as everybody else. We're not human. We are the almond race, not the human race. And the almond race function or live for a whole different other level of, you know, purpose than the humans. See, the humans came here to work the slave and then die, just like the animals. Their framework, that's the frame of their life. That's the frame of their three-dimensional life. They would never evolve out of that animal mentality, animal mindset 
in order to ascend into the fourth dimension. Even right now, when they mix and they see with the so-called black woman, the, so- the white man, them, they pushing the black female to mix her seed. The only reason why the white man is doing it to Asian man is because they want access into the fourth dimension, and they know they're not going to get access into the fourth dimension, being how they are. Caucasian, Asian, white and yellow. That, you, know, you know, in other words, the animal genetic keeps them barred from the fourth dimension. So they're trying to get into or cut into the fourth dimensional bloodline through the so-called black woman. They're trying to make their way in and be part of that framed image. They want a piece of that framed image where we are going. Because that image is the total power. You see, they're trying every way possible to make their way into the fourth dimension to get to that image. They're trying everything possible to get, and it's not opening up for them because it's a sealed off image. The image does not include them. They cannot make their way into the picture. That's like somebody trying to superimpose their image into our picture that we took. Right? It's not going to look right. You can tell with something superimposed onto an image or a photo and whatnot, it doesn't look right. It's not part of the original frame or the makeup. Right? That's the same way it would be if the humans tried to make their way into the fourth dimension. They would be out of place. The space in the fourth dimension would be far too extended for them to even live in, much less fathom. So they've settled for just existing where they've been existing in the third dimensional time frame. They settled for that. They settled for that. And then settling for that, accepted for the most part their fate. There's nothing they could do about it. But like I said, they're going in rotation as the gray race, the next human race. They're going in that time frame like that. And we must realize the time frame in which that is. We must realize that. And we must realize the time frame in which we are seeing this and why it is summing up to this, why it is adding up to this. The frame images of the upper dimensions gives us a complete image of who we are. Everything I've been telling y'all, us being the almond race, us being separate from the human race, us being or having these mental capabilities are all stored in the memory in the future memory, in the future reference place of the fourth dimension. We have to make it there to receive that. We have to make it into that upper dimension to bring ourselves into alignment with that framed image. In other words, to bring ourselves into the picture. You see, we have to bring ourselves into that framed image, that square image, that fourth dimensional image, in order for us to grow as men and women, in order for us to raise as men and women. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of the fourth dimension and encounters within the fourth dimension. You see, people are missing the reality of the framed images and what that means as a marker to your life because the framed images are meant to be markers to your life, your upper mental life. Even the early parts of your life that were spent here in the two-dimensional state the three-dimensional state, and now we're coming into the fourth-dimensional state, that's meant to be a complete image of who you are, the things that you've endured, 
the things you went through when you came into this community, when you've accepted that you're a part of the Amun race. These are all things, these are all realities that you were meant, both men and women, that you were meant to endure, to go through, and persevere by. This is what you were meant to do. And you were also meant to see people who are not of it yet played like they were of it. You see? That's where the purpose is, upper-dimensional spaces. That's what the the, uh, purpose is, to put in framed images of who we are. When I made reference to the first dimension, the second dimension, the third dimension, and the fourth dimension, remember I said that the first, second, and third, they're really not dimensions like that. You can live within the third dimension, but like I said, the fourth links into the third, the fourth pulls the third into alignment, third dimension. In other words, like syncing up a picture. See, that's why we only got half of the picture, but the picture is becoming more and more full, more and more whole, more and more complete through this transmission. Hey, I'm, because if it wasn't, like I said, we wouldn't have these people that constantly listen to me because everything I'm saying, everything that I'm asserting, makes sense for a reason because it's supposed to resonate with your sensory and thus put you in alignment to move toward the fourth dimension. If you don't have that kind of sensory, then nobody's really thinking about you. Nobody's really worrying about you. You're already done already. So why why worry about people like that who have not made them to these framed images of reality, of who we really are. This is framed images of reality, of who we really are. And we are fortunate in this day and time to receive this transmission through mental life so I can share with you the reality of the fourth dimension. Everything I've taught you up until this point and beyond, and we'll go, we'll go beyond, everything that I've taught you all was based in who you really are. It was based in who you really are. Who you, what you come to be, what your true purpose is. That's what the whole thing of mental health was supposed to open up, give us a complete image of ourselves. Remember when I said, when, I be, when I'm teaching y'all, I say, oh, wow, that makes sense, that makes sense, that makes sense. Y'all always say it makes sense. And all I'm doing is really filling in the blanks, you see, with sensible and logical and rational explanations to why everything is the way it is, why we in the condition we in. But see, only the fourth-dimensional people will understand that. Only the fourth-dimensional people will understand that. If you're still a two-dimensional so-called black person, then it, you're not even going to understand it. You're not going to comprehend it. You're not going to hear it, and that's fine. We're not looking for those people. We're not looking for black people. Because black people, the lives of black people, their images have been completed right here and framed out within this three-dimensional realm. It's already been done. And that reality is death. That reality is death. See, we've been there. We've done that already. We've already started on the path for the framed images of Amen, of who we are. We've already started on that. We've already moved toward that. And the reason why we're inspired to keep moving by that is because there's no place else to go. There's no looking back. Yesterday is going forever. Yesterday is going forever. And tomorrow is forever. Mm-hmm.
tomorrow is forever. And tomorrow is where the frame images are stretched out at in the fourth dimension. That's where it's at. So keep that in mind when people are telling you one thing and they're not telling you the whole thing. Keep that in mind. Reality of who we are. And we can never be uh, or try to escape what our destiny is and those framed images of the upper dimension. We should never try to escape what our destiny ultimately is, what our goal is. What is it that we came here to do? We should never be escaping that. That's, you know, this message makes everything clear. This message makes everything clear. This transmission makes everything clear. This transmission makes everything clear. It gives clarity to everything in life. Like, for example, when I start talking about telepathy, clairvoyance, intuition, all these things, psychometry and whatnot, that was not something we could readily talk about in the two-dimensional realm. We, people in the two-dimensional realm didn't talk about that because the reality of that was so far, far out there to the two-dimensional people. It was so far out there. They couldn't conceive of it mentally. And they still can't conceive of nothing we can be doing with mental life. So this is why I say mental life is not for black people because they would give us more problems over time than white people. I promise you that, you know, and that's also stood in the framework of the fourth dimension. See, because the third dimension, all the other lesser dimensions are under the fourth dimension. They're under it. They're not above it anymore. They're not outside of it. They're not, they're above it. And in being above that, you have put yourself above everybody else and framed yourself out with a great image. Because you ever see these people who hate on you, because you got a good life, you got a good family, whatever. And these people hate on you. A lot of people that hate on you. You know why that is? Because these people are angry at the fact that they will never have a completion to their life like that, a framed image or an outcome of what their life has summed up to be. They're afraid they will never be able to experience that, and that's why they're angry. Y'all follow what I'm saying? They're the ones who say, oh, my life don't feel complete. I don't feel complete in my life. I don't. I feel like something's missing. What's missing is connection to the fourth dimension. Connection to the fourth dimension brings purpose in your life. Connection to the fourth dimension brings purpose. Because without purpose, like I said, there's nothing. When I said on the, on the thing, I said on my wall, I said, you have to truly know what something, the use of something is in order to know what it is. You have to know what the use of it is before you know what it is. You see, that goes for people too. That goes for people too. See, the reason why our people are always up under the so-called humans, the white man, everybody else, why black people kiss white people's ass and are always up under them is because they don't know who they are and what their purpose is and you don't know who these humans are and what their true purpose is and what their point is for serving. And a lot of y'all, if you found out what the human's true purpose is, trust me, a lot of y'all would not like it. And a lot of you would not, you know, go by law of it and obey it. They wouldn't. You know, you would, if anything, you would buck up against it. You know, as you should. 
because, like I said, that's what people do when they grasp and stroll in the dark. They don't know quite what their purpose is in life, so they do that. Huh? Only we can't afford to have you do that around us, you see, because you'll keep us from finding out who we are in those framed images, what we're growing into, what we're becoming. And like I told you all before, this is the greatest time in existence, in history, in life, whatever. This is the greatest time to be alive, man, whether you know it or not. Regardless of all the turmoil, regardless of all the uh, uh, upheaval, regardless of that, this is the best time to be alive. It's the best time to be in alignment with something, be connected to something, something greater than you. This is the best time to be. And like I said, many people don't realize that because they're missing from the framed image of the upper dimension. They're missing from it. Remember I said you can't make yourself part of Amun. You have to be born of Amun. When I say you have to be born of Amun, you can't make yourself out. Oh, I think I'm gonna be part of the Amun race. I think I want to be part. Oh, I think I want. No, you can't be. You can't thank you or want to be part of anything when it concerns Amun. You have to be born of Amun. You have to be born of it. It has to be in you. You have to be of the blood of Amun. A lot. All, all these people, like I said, on the earth. They are distant relatives removed from Amun. They are removed from the Amun. They are distant relatives. They're not really um, connected like that. They're not. That's why they have a hard time figuring out what they're supposed to do in their life. And even what what they're doing in life is not really worth anything. So they become unfulfilled in life. They're unfulfilled. They're unhappy. See, you have to be born of that. You see, being born without that is like being born blind. Being born without that is like being born blind, being born deaf, losing sensory or having sensory that's lost to you forever. If you're born blind, born deaf, they call you handicapped, right? Call you handicapped. So... If you are born without the connection towards something else, something greater, something higher, what do these people call? What do these people call? What are they seen as in the fourth dimension? What they're called? They're called useless. They're called useless. The people of this third dimensional realm are useless in the fourth dimension. I don't care how important they are or how important they perceive themselves to be. You know, say in this third, third dimensional realm, they're unimportant in the fourth dimension. They're unimportant, especially those who sided with the beast, those who have, you know, ba- basically given themselves over to the beast. They sided with him. So, and they want to keep siding with him because to side with the beast, to align yourself with them is to basically, it's basically to uh, keep you from extending into that path of framed images, from getting into that extended space, into those framed images. Remember the term framework. You are the framework. What we're building here in the Republic of Mentelite in the third dimension is the framework for the fourth dimension. This is the framework. You see, obviously bringing us together collectively as much as it was done 
in the 20th century under the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Dr. York, much as bringing our people together to be part of that framed image, you know, has been going, and we have been going by that, you see, because there had to be a reason why we had to keep seeing these organizations pop up like the Nation of Islam, like the Wapis. There had to be a reason why these organizations had to keep popping up. Right? Had to be a reason for that. You know, and it's really, like I said, because they have, they have not part of the complete work. The great work that we must do is to complete our work. To complete our work is the overseers, the amen, the race of lords, of judgment and order. And we have to think that way and govern ourselves that way in order for it to take hold in us. In us. That's the whole point. Don't doubt that the framed images of who you are are not complete. They're very complete. And sometimes those framed images will scare you. Those framed images are totally different from what you perceive yourself to be in the third dimension. Who you actually are in the fourth dimension is totally different. You see, who you are in the third dimension is just a precursor to what you're going to be in the fourth dimension. You see, like I said, it's still the same personality, but what did I say about the personality? When that personality is extended into the higher and upper dimensions, you get to see why you have the personality you have and what your true purpose is as you extend it and it makes you understand everything. See, you're never going to have an understanding, a complete comprehension of what your purpose is until you enter those framed images of time. Until you enter those framed images of time, meaning, like how, like I'm going to give you an example of this. In, in, in this society, what does the white man do? He considers every 10 years a milestone, does he not? Does he not consider every 10 years, or what he calls a decade, he considers it a milestone. Like, remember he was doing, this is what happened in the 30s. This is what happened in the 40s. This is what happened in the 50s. This is what happened in the 60s. This is what happened in the 70s and so on. Why does he do it by tens? Why does he do it by decades? Why does he do it by decades? Because that's his way of framing off that time. That's been, like, I'm going to give you a good example, even better example. You ever see these shows that come on um, on TV where they talk about, um, where they talk about, uh, how with the decade of the 80s and what happened in the 80s and whatnot, they show you shows and going on, who was the president, basically what was going on in the 80s or what happened in the 70s, who was the president then, what shows was on, things like that was taking place. Why do you think they do stuff like that? Why do you think they do stuff like that? Because they're mimicking the reality of how life is. They're mimicking the reality of how life is. And in doing that, in doing that, knowing that they are mimicking that, and knowing that, you know, they know that true purpose is really for the intelligent and wise ones of our people. Because whenever you start talking to these humans and speaking clearly, articulately, things like that, you know, you're actually moving toward who you're supposed to be because part of being part of that framed image is knowing how to deal with these humans, knowing how to talk to them or talk to them or 
speak to them or keep them up or a few things like that's part of the framework of these that's the dimensions and the upper ones part of the framework but again if we don't see it if we don't get it if we don't align ourselves with it then guess what we're not going to be in those time frames we're not going to be in those framed images we're not going to be in those framed images we're going to miss out again like I said, when the beast talks about the decades, the 40s, the 50s, the 20s, the roaring 20s, he always gives the name, the roaring 20s. The, uh, I forget what he said about the 30s, the prosperous 30s. I think it was the, or it was the uh, depressive. You know, so I forget what they gave, but they always gave names to different dimensions. They always gave names to them. Right? They gave days to different dimensions. Right? Like, you know, there's a time where in this framework of my life, time where I was a little boy, time where I was born, time where I grew up, time, you know what I'm saying, whatever, all that went to college, all that stuff is locked into my memory. All that is locked into my memory because it's meant to be stored as future, um, it's meant to be stored as a future overseer. That's what it's meant to be stored as. You see, we are the future overseers. We are what the Illuminati is, or we are supposed to be, or beyond what they're doing, where they're controlling the world through the monetary system, through military. You see, those things, you know, and through smart bombs or whatever the hell else they're doing to cause chaos and confusion. See, those things, right? Those things are, you know, are interchangeable. The accounts are because they're all supposed to sum up to something. When you go to the movies and you see a Batman 1, a Batman 2, they do different installments based on people's interest in the movie. There'll be a Batman 3, there'll usually be a 4, and that'll be it. Usually there's a 4, and they don't go beyond that. So keep that in mind. They don't go into that fourth dimensional state. They don't know what that fourth dimensional state is. They don't realize that everything we're doing, the reason why we're here is to sum up to something. When I say sum up to something, meaning find out what your purpose is, ride that wave, ride that transmission of Amen, and you'll be guided to what it is you're supposed to do. Simple as that. Let me take a call. Two zero six, you're on the air. Uh, how you doing, Nuvin? Peace, Nuvin. Um, I just had a quick question. Um, about um, when you spoke about the precursor last night. I know you're speaking on this topic, but you spoke about um, you know, the precursor like Elijah, you know, Elijah Muhammad and everything like that. And I'm trying to figure out if there were members of that, like the Nuwabians, Dr. V. York, or you know, uh, of Islam with Elijah Muhammad. If there were still members lingering around, could they still be a part of the mentalic or is it just this is a, a totally detached situation from that? Well, they are supposed to leave those organizations because those organizations don't exist anymore. And what do I what I mean by that is the people that founded it, the people like Galen Elijah Muhammad that grew the organization and Dr. York 
When those people are no longer there, then that commun- that organ- those organizations are supposed to stop because the whole point of those organizations was to be, what I say, a jump start into where we are now. We're here now, so there's no need for them anymore. But see, you're going to have right. people that okay. want to still hang around and be leaders and they want to be stubborn, and they still want to teach a bunch of outdated stuff to the people, and they don't have no real plan for the people, and the people can't evolve. But then again, on the on the other hand, those places, those those spaces, have a, a necessity for black people, because black people are always going to want to have some place to go and think that black is the answer, and being you know, so they 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 have to stay within those things until those things cease to exist, which they will cease to exist because they've outlived their usefulness. Like I said, the whole point of those organizations, they were meant to be the precursor to intellect. And now that intellect is here, right. what is the use for them now? Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Nubin. Uh, peace. I'm going to get back into listening, and I appreciate you for taking the call. You're welcome. Yeah. Like I said, those organizations, they had their time and they had their space within the frame images of reality. They were meant to be a precursor and a charge or a jolt or a reboot. Remember I said the other day, a reboot for us to go into um, get to this community right here that is going to drive us into the fourth dimension. The reality of this knowledge of mental act you see, because notice, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and them, they didn't really have no name for what they were teaching. Right? They had no name that came from and through them. Islam, it was not a name. You know, the Nuwapu thing, like I said, I'm not going to get into, you know, but there was nothing. You know, those were just things as precursors to get us to where we had to go and to fill up those framed images in space and time to fill those images. In other words, it couldn't have been oh, just mental like popped on the scene and there was nothing that was that preceded it because that would be like a quantum leap. How you it'd be like, oh, we we went from Christianity under the white man to mental like. That's a huge quantum leap. And that represents a picture with pieces of the puzzle that's missing. You ain't gonna just jump from Christianity to mental act, just like that. There has to be some form of consciousness, some sort of, you know, reality, some sort of something that got you to see that. And you, it was usually people. So that's why I said, if you notice, it'll be people that come from the nation of Islam and Wapians and things like that who will come and follow me because they recognize the correlation of the three movements. That is, you know, that they're really you know, that they really are in alignment with each other. And the whole point and the purpose and the goal was of raising the 144,000 for entry into the fourth dimension. That was the whole point. That was always the point because in the raising the 144,000, they would be the ones who would carry the power. And I told you, we're in this for power. We ain't in this for vain glory. We're not in this to go back and forth with the so-called white man. We ain't in this to go over here and pray with some Arabs and share some gods with them and some one of their false gods. We ain't, we ain't for that. Fear some devil and some nonsense. It's time to grow up, man. It's time to grow up. You know, we can't be big children forever believing in fairy tales and nonsense with the beast put in our head. 
You see, it's time to grow up and enter the frame image of who we really are, who we come here to be. You see, it's time for us to do that. Time is the man because you see how quickly the children are growing. You see how quickly they're growing. It seemed like only yesterday with babies coming out the womb. Definitely, I'm speaking about my daughter. See how fat, so big she's getting so fast. She's getting big really fast. You see, she's growing up fast because she has to complete or be the completion of that framed image going forward to the fourth dimension. You know, they all, these children have to were born of almond. Those ones who come into the community, they represent the future of our people. They represent the completed image, the framed image of who we're supposed to be in the fourth dimension. That's who they that's what they represent. That's what they came here to represent. Remember I said our goal is to reach the fourth dimension. Our goal is not to stay meandering around in the third dimension or going back and forth with the white man from the second dimension and all this other stuff and the third between them, the second and third dimension. We we didn't come here for that. We didn't come here for that. We came here for a totally different purpose. And now that we know our purpose, we can proceed into that framed image of who and what we are. Because like I said, our ascendants are already in the framed image of the fourth dimension. And if they are there, that means we are there. And the only way we're going to stay in that image and stay in that picture is to stay in alignment with um, and stay in alignment with this community move forward collectively as a body. That's the only way. There's no other way. There's no individuality. There's no separatism. There's only one path. And a lot of people, like I said, it's not for everybody to see it. It's not for everybody to take it seriously. You're just going to have people meandering around in the second dimensional realm. They can't even make it to the third dimension. You so-called black people, you can't even make it to the third dimension. And again, you can't get into the fourth dimension without entering the third dimension. You only enter the third dimension of the framed image, which is meant to be like a angle or a side toward the fourth dimension. Like remember when I told I told people there's only four dimensions. There's the fourth dimension, the eighth dimension, the twelfth dimension, and the thirteenth dimension, aka four by four. There's only four dimensions, man. Ain't no sixth dimension, no seventh dimension, no fifth dimension. Those all represent angles in the building block of the next dimension. Like the third dimension is nothing but an angle. We see we're living in an angle. We're living in an angle supposed to be completed by the last and final angle, which brings out the fourth dimension. We're living in a place, of, in, a, in a space of people, place, and possession. So what's next? Power. And the power comes when there's completion. Power comes when there's clarity. Power comes when there's purpose. And that only happens when the frame images are completed. And we are working to complete those images now. Let me take a call. 303. Uh, Nugan, when you mentioned the, the frame images from the upper dimension, on a lower level, is that kind of in this third dimensional realm with the beast tries to portray his Hall of Fame. He said, "What he tried to portray his Hall of Fame." Yeah, you know how they have the Hall of Fame here in the third dimension, the, the second dimension, where there's there's a the hall of like images, the great images. It could be a statue, it could be pictures. In every aspect, there's like in sports a Hall of Fame. Uh, I know there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is that like a low level? 
type of thing. Well, you, you know what? It's funny you said it. It's kind, it's kind of in alignment with what I'm saying. You're kind of right with that because when you reach what they call their Hall of Fame, that represents a mark you made in life. You have to be accomplished in order to get into their Hall of Fame, be it music, be it sports, be it whatever. You have to be accomplished. So it's, that's supposed to seal off the accomplishment of your life. So, yeah, the fourth, the, the, the Hall of Fame and places like that are supposed to be representative of that final place in which you have accomplished something. You've come to a certain level of understanding and you have projected yourself as to who you're going to be going forward. So, yeah, that's what that's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, like I said, where you, you've met your goals and your accomplishments and you've become famous, for lack of a better word, for doing so, for excelling at what you came here to do, your true purpose. Okay. All right. Clear. All right. I'll continue. Listen. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. All right we're going to take a little bit of a break. Just a small... I'll pause for the pause. I'm going to be in Chicago in October. I'm going to be in Chicago, so watch for the flyers that's coming. Come on out, those of you in the Chicago area. I'm going to be in Chicago um, the weekend of uh, 15th, I think. I'll look again. Weekend of the 15th. So come on out to that, and uh, we'll right back. You changed that sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're breaking my heart. You change. You change. <laughs>
you know, um, pieces of yourself, pieces of your images, you know, are picked up on that that square picture, you see, picked up in the video, your image is captured, right? How is your image able to be captured? How is your image able to be recorded on mechanical things? How is the physical image of you able to be recorded on mechanical things? Answer, because the upper dimensions serve as that huge mechanical, you know, for lack of a better word, that huge mechanical machine, that ongoing mechanical machine that is constantly bringing your images forward and into alignment. Like you, like you ever see, like I said, think of it like a moving picture. Right? You have frames in a moving picture, and the frames are going through the projector, 24 frames per second. 24 frames per second. I think it's 24 frames per second, if I'm not mistaken. They're 24 frames per second, and they're all connected to each other. Different images of yourself are burned onto that celluloid of that stock. That's what they call celluloid stock. It's burned onto that film image because the light picks up your image, right? When you are filming, that light picks up your image, and your image, because it carries that solar projection, even the spirit carries some form of light. That's why you're able to get picked up on those cameras. You're able to get picked up on those cameras because you have image, you have power within you, you have soul in you that picks up on those mechanical um on those mechanical machines, on those film machines, on those cameras and things like that. The solar imagery, the solar projection of uh illumination that comes from you is what's picked up on there and what gives a uh imprint or an impression of who of your image on that film. And it, it works the same way with the with the humans. But because they have spirit, it doesn't pick up the same way. You ever notice with them, they got to put on a whole lot of makeup and whatnot. You know what the makeup does to the humans? You say it makes them dark. It makes, no, no. The makeup actually illuminates them. It gives them an illuminating image, an alluring image. That's why they put so much makeup on. We don't need that much makeup on us to be on camera. The humans do. You see, that's why... The beast made sure when he was casting the image of the beast on films and whatnot, he put all that makeup on and did all that stuff so that they would have an illuminating glow to them, much like us. All they do is put on, you know, uh, makeup to, you know, brighten their skin up. It's not really darkening their skin. It's really brightening their skin. That's why when you look at them, a lot of y'all, when you look at these Caucasians and all these humans on camera, you'd be all you know, open and amazed by how good looking they are and whatnot, but then you see them off camera somewhere, you're like, ew. You know what I mean? You ever see that? You ever see your favorite white actor or whatever, your favorite Caucasian actor? You might see them and you're like, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, they look, next thing you know, you see them in person, you're like, ew, that's dumb. That's what them without the makeup on because the makeup gives presence to them. It makes them, you know, gives them that illumination. It gives them illumination. It makes them look more real. You see, it makes them look more, you know, uh, uh, fuller. It puts more of a fuller image to them. You see, because without that makeup on and whatnot, they look like a bunch of just, they look like a bunch of damn cave beasts. They look like some wild, pale cave beasts, some some shit out the zoo. 
If you ever see Caucasian, look at them without on camera without their makeup on. Very rarely will you ever see them on any in any images without makeup on. Very rarely will you see that. They exactly look flat. They look flat. You see. You see. So keep that in mind. The fourth dimension gives us a fuller image, a, a richness in our lives. These upper dimensional frames gives us meaning to our lives. See, when we came into this community, our, have, has not our lives become richer when we come into this community? Because now our lives sum up to something. We have a reason to be someplace. We have a presence to make. Now, again, I use this example of those who didn't, the people who did not stay within this frame of the community, the people who did not, the reason why, again, they did not is because their image is not cast in those upper dimensions. Their image is not casted. So your image has to be cast in the upper dimensions for you to stay within this collective body, within this community. Your image has to be cast into the future. In other words, that your destination is into the future, which is why you came into alignment with this right here. You see, in other words, you had to get on, like you represent the train that had to get put onto the track. This is the track. You were the train that had to get put on the track because you have the destination to go to. But if you don't exist in that destination, you don't exist in that space, if you don't live in that space, if you're not part or part of that extended space, I should say, lack of better word, exists. But if you're not, if you don't, if you're not in that space, if you're not already there, then there's nothing to go to. If you don't exist in those time frames, if you don't exist in those complete frames, there's nothing to go to. If you don't exist in those framed images, I keep using the word exist, but y'all know what I mean. If you're not in those, if you're not in the blueprint of those extended images, then there's no reason for you to be here in the third dimension with us. There's no reason for you to be here. And see, people always reveal that about themselves. I told you why people fall out of the community of fade to black because they don't exist in those extended images. They don't exist or, again, I'm going to keep using the word exist. They're not a part of the framed images of the fourth dimension and the eighth dimension. They're not part of it. And anything that you're not a part of, you will eventually get away from. They only exist in the lesser two-dimensional realm. They only exist there in the state of possession. They only exist in a state of possession. And people in that lower state of possession, in those framed images in the two dimension, they can only exist there. And they can only be used as possessions there. Whether they're possessed by people, place, or possession, that's only that's the only place they can exist. You so-called black people who cannot leave the second dimension and enter into the third dimension, you only are meant to exist on a two-dimensional level, man. You are only meant to exist on a two-dimensional level. You know how you know that? I'm going to prove it to you. Prove it to you without, but beyond a shadow of a doubt. If all these so-called humans took black people seriously as a people and not a possession, right, if they took you seriously, why don't they feel any kind of anything when it comes to usurping you, coming into your countries, into your homeland, and taking over where you at, gentrifying where you at? Why do you think they don't why do you don't think they feel no fear, no like no hesitation, no nothing? They don't feel like for example, 
You ain't going to just go into China. I don't care what you are, white, whatever. You ain't just going to go and live in Chinatown, even though they, they'll let white people live in Chinatown. But you regular people, for the most part, are not going to just go live in Chinatown because who they are as a people, as a three-dimensional people, who they are, their identity, their nationality, their race, that is strong. It has made an impression within that framed image in the third dimension. They have made an impression as Asians, as Chinese. So for you to go amongst them and try and go live in China or be black, you ain't going to never be Chinese. Same thing with the Italians. Like I said, whatever, the Spanish, whatever. They have made the, the East Indians, the Arabs, they have made a strong impression within the framed images of the third dimension as a people. As a people, as a people, and this is what we are struggling to do. I'm not going to say struggling. This is what we are doing right now as Mesoamericans. This is how we burn our image into the third dimension as the Mesoamericans. And we know we're the only ones doing that. We ain't burning no image into the third dimension as black people. There's no black people. Why do you think black people can't get together? Because black is not anything to get together under. You cannot burn an image of a people into the frame, into the frame images of blackness. There's nothing to burn yet. That's nothing but darkness. It doesn't exist in the third dimension, so therefore it can't be part of the fourth dimension. You have to burn an image of yourself. Burn an image of yourself. Um, project the image of yourself into the third dimension. You see, you have to do that as a collective body. If you cannot do that as a collective body, then you cannot enter the fourth dimension. You cannot enter the framed image of the fourth dimension. And but damn sure can't go toward the eighth dimension. You have to do that as a collective body. Again, why you think other races of people just go into black, so-called black areas, right? But you can't go into Chinatown. You can't go into little Italy. You can't move into Canarsie, Benson, wherever these Caucasians live, where they call themselves. Italians, Irish, whatever. You can't go in there and live. You can't live amongst these people. You see? Because they don't consider you a people. They consider you possessions. You see? They they consider you as individual possessions. People consider you as possessions. Those who are not real people. People who are possessed by the image of other people, who have been possessed by other people in bondage, who still see themselves as ruled or possessed by childish emotions and, and things like that. They So you're really seen as a people who are out of control. See, when you are seen as a two-dimensional people or people who are possessions or a people who are considered individuals as possessions, they don't really see you as real people. You're seen as possessions, those who are possessed by a childlike mentality. Because anybody who can't come together collectively, you are not – going to make it into the third dimension. See, if they saw you as a real people, they wouldn't be so quick to gentrify your neighborhoods, come into your neighborhoods. Y'all would be together to stop that. But y'all can't even get your minds in alignment to stop that uh, or keep people out of your homeland, keep them out of your territory. You can't do that because you got a two-dimensional possession, mindset of possession. You're possessed by the image of other people. You worship the image of other people, and that would be right because you live in the two-dimensional realm, and they live in the third dimension. See, we as those who are entering into the third dimension as the Mesoamerican community and going into the fourth dimension, entering in as the Republican mental, like as the Mentalians, those of us who are building that bridge, we don't look at these humans as nothing. We see them as just what they are, two-legged animals. See, you Negroes, you can't see them that way because you possess body image. You worship their image. You want to be like them. You want to talk about your hair is supposed to be like their hair. 
You see, yeah, our natural hair was really, uh, uh, at one point, was really straight. Like certain people, that idiot said, our hair was really straight at one time. And then, and then we got cursed and it went and got all tangled up and nappy. You see, nonsense like that. That comes from people with a two-dimensional mindset who are possessed with the image of other people and think that they're supposed to be in the image of other people. That's what that is. Okay? Take another break. We'll be right back.
This is what happens when you don't know what the purpose is or why you're here. What is your true purpose of being here? This is what happens. You don't know why you're here, what you came here for, what is the ultimate goal, what is the what is the end game, as they say. What is all that? What is the ultimate purpose for you being here? You see, if you don't have that, if you don't know that, right, then what is the point? What is the point? What is the point of that? Keep that always in mind. There has to be a point to your life. The point to your life is in those extended frames. Your life is supposed to tell an ongoing story. Our lives are supposed to be an ongoing account of everything that we've come to be, everything that we summed up to be. That's our life. That's our life. Okay? Our life is supposed to serve an ongoing and constant reminder and message to what we are headed for. You see, this is what we're supposed to be always doing. Without that, what is the purpose? Without that, what is all this for? All right? What is all this for? Answer for nothing. Nothing. Our lives have to say something. Our lives have to sum up to something. Our lives have to be about something. All right? Without that, what is the point? What was me always understand? What our purpose is? What is our purpose? To live out our lives, to watch everybody be born and die. And regenerate them again For our purpose, for our use Because Their lives belong to us And our lives Belong to Amit As the Amit That's it What else is there? What else is there? Our lives are Continuous and ongoing Space Of place and time Situations and things like that To meant to sum up to something To meant to sum up to something And if we don't know Where it is to sum up to If there's no story or no account To this then what is the point If there's no account What is the point You see The point is Simply that we have destinations to meet. You see, at each point in the destination, there's a square. There's an angle to each point. Think of the points that we're trying to reach as angles within a square. Same angle that's on a square picture. Same angles that we watch. Same computer screens, the books we look at. There's edges to those um, to those books, those screens, everything we watch for a reason in square. Why? Because that represents totality, completion. And our lives and framed images 
of the upper dimensions represents completion and the ongoing continuation as we complete every phase of these dimensions as we're moving through. See, we are not supposed to be in a state of rest. Our rest is the fourth dimension. Our rest and our power to charge is the fourth dimension. While we are moving through the three-dimensional realm, some of y'all not even moving. Some of y'all are in the two-dimensional realm. See, because the beast made sure he took y'all from being people because he understood the power of people, collective body of people. He understood that. He understood the power of people and their ability to move, to evolve, to grow. He took that away from you when he called you black people. He took you totally out of the framed images of the future world. He took you out. Why you think you ever heard these um, people say? Um, Richard Pryor said it's a comedian. He goes, I said I've been seeing these pictures, these pictures of um, the white man showing the future. He said you don't see no black people in the future. He said Richard Pryor said they don't plan on you being here. They don't. That's just another way of them saying. They took you out of the frame images of the upper dimension. They don't want to see you there. They want to put themselves where you're supposed to be. That's why you look at all those movies and whatnot, and they tell you about the future. You don't see no so-called black people there. They don't want you there. They don't want you to see yourself as future people. They want you to remain as possessions as black people to stay away from the framed images because the framed images, just like the images that our ancestors left behind, our ancestors left behind the images everywhere. Think about that. Why did our people leave behind the images everywhere? Was it just because they were vain people? Was it because they were vain? They were vain. They wanted to make sure that their images were everywhere they could see. No, they did that for the future, for future reference for us so that we could find this stuff. So we know who built this because obviously they had a future vision that it would come a time where their civilizations would be forgotten. They would be forgotten and they would be swallowed up or submerged by others that are coming up and that's what happened but here it is their images have found their way into the present day world in museums where they don't where they try not to show you i mean it's there you just gotta look for it our images are in the ancient world in the past so if our, our images are in the ancient world in the beginning in the past that means our images are in the future but we have to get through this middle passage we have to get through this middle passage. What is the middle passage? The second and third dimension. That's the middle passage. We was really supposed to just get through the third dimension into the fourth dimension, but they, we got pushed back into the two-dimensional realm. As black people, we got pushed back as possessions, and that happened when we went into, into slavery under them. Under bondage, we became their possessions. They was trading us on the stock exchange. We became possessions instead of people. That was done purposely. That was the way the beast pushed us in from being three-dimensional beings, which we once were, to two-dimensional. And they pushed themselves up from two-dimensional beings when they were individuals cave-dwelling, and they pushed themselves up into a collective body, you see. And this is how they hold power today as a collective body. And they really, and the reality is they really a minority. But their collectivism is so strong. Their collectivism is so strong that... They are able to maintain and hold power because of that, because their collectivism is so strong. You see, their 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 um their I want to say their um space or their place within the third dimension is strong. 
they strong. They had no other they had no other choice but to make their play strong in the third dimension. However, however, they got no place in the fourth dimension, and the fourth dimension is what rules everything. The fourth dimension is what rules everything, and they just figuring that out right now. They figuring it out now. You see, they figuring out right now that their power does not extend into the fourth dimension, and they mad about that. They pissed off about that. Okay, they mad that their power does not extend into the fourth dimension. Right, and we, as those who are in alignment to the fourth dimension, know that only a chosen few will be able to extend into that. Only a chosen few, only a chosen few, few, only a chosen few will be able to extend into that. Only a chosen few will be able to raise into that. Only a chosen few. And that is because a chosen few are the receivers of power, are the receivers of presence, are the receivers of transmission, ongoing. That's what they represent. That's what they represent ultimately. You see? So keep that always in mind. Keep that in mind as we guide ourselves forward. Keep that in mind as we raise ourselves forward in the reality of who we come to be. Okay? Now, we came to a time where our framework is being uh, entered in again. You see, this is the time in the third dimension where we have the ability to make our impression known and made within the fourth dimension. This is the time. This is the ultimate. You see, this is the real time in which we make our presence known in the fourth dimension. Right? And that happens because we're able to move ourselves collectively as a collective body in the third dimension toward the fourth. This is where we make our impression. This is where we make our ultimate impression. And in making our ultimate impression and making our ultimate move toward power and an extension, we have raised ourselves to a higher state of being. You know, not existence, but being. This is what we've come to. This is what we've come to. We've come to a greater knowledge of who we are and who we're meant to be. You see? And now we can make our impression in the fourth dimension through the third. Right? We can make our impressions in the fourth dimension through the third. And that third power is the power of extension continuously. Right? This is where we make our presence felt and known. This is where we make our presence felt. Think about that. Right? Think about that. We carry a greater 
state of power and knowing that we came here now to make a active and live impression. We carry that. We carry that and we accept the reality of who we are going forward in alignment to who we are as the almond race. That is the image that we are burning into this state of being. That is the image. Right? That is the image that we're burning into the state of being. And see, nothing else matters. Just making our presence felt, making our presence known, making our presence real. That's all that counts. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So now in the stage of power, right, in the stage of power, in the stage of reality, we are making a greater impression, a deeper impression in the framed images of the fourth dimension just by what we're doing now. See, our life started when we entered the third dimension. Our lives didn't mean shit in the second dimension. I'm going to be honest with you. Your lives didn't mean shit. My life, our lives didn't mean shit until we came home, until we became whole in the third dimension and aligned ourselves to fourth. That's when our lives started to mean something. That's when the framed images of who we are started to make the pressure known. We started to receive a whole new level of thought in our state of being here on what we currently know is planet Earth. Stay tuned in. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What are framed images of the upper dimension? Those framed images are framed images of our lives, why we are here, what our true purpose is, and those images are continuously being framed out. They're continuously being finished off, blocked off, so that we can continuously build on top of that. This represents the future life of what we came here to be, the eternal. And, again, that's based on building blocks as well. Frames are square. The frames of our life are square. And each angle represents the things that we had to go through to get to the final angle, to move on to the next square, the next image that's been framed out for us. And they're all being stacked up in the upper dimensions. Why are they framed? Because frames represent the holding of something. Your time here is held in a certain, it's held within a certain time frame. The things you did, how you grew, what you developed into, are they not held in certain time frames? You might have took 10 years to do this, five years to do this, seven years. To do this. That's all within time frames in which you took to grow. So they have to be framed in something, formed in something, captured in something, and held in alignment towards something else, held in place. What shape are they formed in? Squares. Fourth dimension. Square. Quare. The building blocks. Who formed these images? We did. From the upper dimensions. We formed these images. We made the impression 
to our image, to our soul. We made the impressions in these images. Same way a picture burns into, like I used to do, burns into a frame, and they remember the old pictures and, the, and your image burn into the into the uh, frame, and they pull the thing off, and your image is there. Same thing. And how does the beast know how to do that? Yeah, I mean, put that there. That was always there in the air, in the atmosphere. Can these images be altered? No. 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 They're burned in as they are. They're projected as they are. And that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual Nudan Menkari. This has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. I'll see you on Saturday, Mesoamerican Radio, 730. Good night. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. What you need is more direction and get yourself some protection. I thought by now that you had learned your lesson. I'm stressing points and slamming all the joints. You call the real shit correction. You know the buck the way you feel shit, baby. I still don't think you understand. You lose the game. We get more props than Dan. Rather, and it don't matter because when you flex, you're weak. So I'm a step just to speak about the counterfeit, unlegit type of people. Those cellophane ones, the ones that you can see through, it's poetic justice because I'm mad with the past. So precise, my insight will take flight in the night and in the daytime. Because I don't come up with corny rhymes, I'm too devoted to the concept of getting mine. So here's the deal, like Shaquille O'Neal. If you don't know what you're doing, how the hell can you be real? <laughs> Sometimes you get the message, you got to rumble sometimes, it's getting hectic, emotions run deep, as times run out, solutions, it's time to find some out, so according to me, suckers are barred, from obstructing my discussion cause I rhyme too hard, you take a whiff like a spliff here, like some fresh air, I came to claim shit this year, take a stroll down the walkway or hallway or runway, fuck with us kid, you'll pay, I slay, and yo I'm still on the expressway, I kick my essay, then you know we don't play. So pray down on your knees, G, cause it's the best way. Yes, the best way. Cause it's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're It's a long way to go.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.